We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. We're going to have to take this law of faith and learn how it works and operate it and work it just the way the Bible says to do it. And here he says, it is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. So then if I have a note coming due at the end of the year and I can't see how in the world I'm going to meet that note, what am I going to do? Well, the world would say, just throw up your hands and quit or take bankruptcy. But no, I go to the Word of God and see what God said about it. And he says, if you give, it'll be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. And he says, to use your faith as a seed. So you give out of your need and begin to say what God said about you. And you say it, and you say it, and you say it until faith comes. And when faith comes, you'll have the manifestation of it. But you see, one of the problems is that most of the time, we want to believe what we see instead of what the Word says. But if we're going to operate in this law of faith, then let's go by what the Word says concerning that. And you see, this is to be operated in your everyday life, not just in spiritual things. Now, it'll work in spiritual things, but it'll work in natural things, in the natural things of life. So if an individual were to read this here in Hebrews 11, 1, says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. What is it I hope for? Now, I don't know about you, but I hope for what God's given me. Now, you always have some people that are afraid that you're going to go out here and believe God for something that is not His will, and you're going to bankrupt God when He didn't want you to have it. Hmm. You can forget that, because in the law of faith is built in a governor that will govern this law to where you cannot abuse it. And here's the way it works. John says in 1 John, the third chapter, verse 20 and 21, I believe it is, and down through 22. He said, Beloved, if our hearts condemn us not, then have we confidence toward God. Whatsoever we ask of Him, we receive of Him, because we keep His commandments and do those things which are pleasing in His sight. Now, He's telling you that if your heart doesn't condemn you, you can pray the prayer of faith. Matthew, the 21st chapter, verse 22, I believe it is, said, All things, whatsoever you ask in prayer, believing, you shall receive. All things, whatsoever you ask in prayer, believing, you shall receive. Now, you may say, well, I just don't see how that could be true. Well, Jesus said it was. Now, what happens is that if an individual decides, well, you know, I just want to get rich and be Mr. Big, and I'm just going to pray for seven million oil wells. Well, in the first place, you can't believe for it. What promise are you going to use for that? Well, the Bible says I can have what I say. Yes, if you believe and doubt not in your heart and believe that those things which you say will come to pass, but because of wrong motives, you're going to have a spiritual heart attack. That's what John says. Your heart will condemn you. That's what I call a spiritual heart attack. And it'll shut your faith down. You can't believe it because your heart condemns you. Now, that applies in anything that you would know is not the will of God. And some of the things that you might not know whether it's the will of God or not, if you don't know whether it's the will of God or not, you could not pray the prayer of faith. It's impossible to pray the prayer of faith when you don't know what God's will is. Now this is why it is 
unscriptural. Let me say it that way. It's unscriptural to pray for people if you know what God says about healing and the fact that Isaiah, the 53rd chapter, says that he bore our sickness and our diseases. I mean, Matthew says that in the 8th chapter. But in Isaiah, it says, the chastisement of our peace was upon him and with his stripes we were healed. God has already caused Jesus to suffer our sickness and our pain. That's literally what Isaiah the 53rd chapter says there about verse 4. Our sickness and our pain. He bore our sickness and our pain. Now, that's already happened. But you see, if you don't know it's God's will for you to be healed, then it is impossible for you to pray the prayer of faith concerning your healing. Now, that's the reason it's unscriptural, what I started out to say. That's the reason it's unscriptural, to pray for somebody and say, Lord, if it be thy will, heal this individual. Let me back up and qualify that. There is extenuating circumstances that could be involved concerning an individual. Now, let me give you a for instance. And sometimes we leave this unsaid, and the Spirit of God just said to me, share that. Hezekiah, for instance. Here's a man that God sent a prophet to and said, get your house in order, you're going to die. <laughs> and the old boy turned his face to the wall, and boy, I mean, he changed his position quick. And he changed things. He prayed to God. And before Isaiah got out of the house, he said, go back and tell him I'll give him 15 more years. Now, did God change his mind? No. It was God's will all the time for him to live his full life on this earth out. But the problem was in his position, in his situation, God says, you're in a position where you're going to die. And sent the prophet up there to tell him. Now, if he hadn't changed his position before God, he would have died. Now, there are certain extenuating circumstances in people's lives. When I say it is always the will of God to heal, that is true in a general sense. God wants everybody healed. That doesn't mean everybody's going to get healed, but God's will is to heal everyone. But now there may be a Christian, let's say it this way, for an example. A Christian that is walking in known sin and knows it and refuses to repent. You can get a raw sinner healed quicker than you can get them healed. Now I'm not saying this for you to judge somebody. That is not the only reason that people don't get healed. But I'm just showing you a circumstance where that it might be that God is not going to move in there through the gift of the Spirit or through a special manifestation and heal an individual in that situation until they change their position before God. You understand what I'm saying? Even though it's God's will for them to live their full life out on the earth and not be sick, but yet in the situation that they're in that God's been dealing with them about and they won't change it, then you've got a situation there where it may not come until they change their position. You understand what I'm saying? And I think Hezekiah is a good example of that. But now to say of that individual, for that individual to try to pray the prayer of faith, it would be impossible because his heart condemns him. Because he knows he's walking in known sin and he won't repent of it. You know, he may repent of it too. You know, sometimes people repent like the guy was that I heard about that went to the priest. And he said, now, Father said, I stole a load of corn from my neighbor the other night. And he said, I want to confess it to you. And told him, he said, how much would that be? He said, it would be $10. 
So we hand him a $20 bill. And he said, well, here's your change. He said, no, I'll keep it. He said, I'm going to get another load tomorrow night. <laughs> now, that's the way some people are, see. They'll go down the altar and bawl and squall, but to what they're bawling and squalling about is because they got caught, not because they're going to change. Now, see, for that individual to try to pray the prayer of faith, he's going to have a spiritual heart attack. His heart will condemn him and he won't receive his healing. Not because it's not God's will for him to be healed, but because he can't operate in that law of faith. You understand what I'm saying? So it's important that we understand how the law of faith works and how it affects us individually when we're not lining up with the Word of God. You see, this Word here is our lifeline. And God's telling us how to operate in it. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Now, if you can't have faith for it, if your heart condemns you, you don't have faith for it. That doesn't mean it's not God's will, but it means you're not going to be able to attain unto it until you change your position and get yourself to where your heart doesn't condemn you. Now, there may be other things. It may be that some people just don't know. Now, let me give you a biblical example of that. In Mark, the first chapter, verse 40, there was a leper came to Jesus. And this leper said, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. Now he said, no, you can. He said, the problem is, I just don't know whether you will or not. Now get this. This man has great faith that Jesus can heal him. But he doesn't have any faith that he will. He doesn't know whether he will or not. Now see, he had an excuse. For as I can determine from the Word of God, there had been no lepers healed to that point. No record of it. So he didn't know whether Jesus would touch a leper or not. And if you'll notice, Jesus in most of his healing ministry, he touched people to heal them. Now sometimes he didn't, but he predominantly ministered by the laying on of hands. Sometimes by the spoken word. So this guy has great faith that Jesus can heal him, but he doesn't know whether he will or not. Now Jesus just walks up to him and put his hands on him. I imagine that shocked him, that Jesus would touch a leper. Then Jesus said, I will. Now see, when Jesus put his hands on him, nothing happened. He's not healed. He's no better. He's still a leper. But as soon as Jesus revealed to him what his will was, instantly the man was made clean. He said, I will be thou clean. And immediately he was cleansed. Now what happened? He revealed to the leper what his will was. See, he could not believe in faith for his healing until he knew what God's will was. And immediately when he found out what God's will was, he was healed. So we're talking about the law of faith. How the law of faith works. How it affects our lives and how it can affect things around us. See, God designed this law to put you over in life, not hold you in bondage. But there are certain things that we have to look into where we can do the Word of God. You see, it's the doers of the Word of God that are blessed, not just hearers. Thank you for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Our offer this week is CD offer number 7246. It's two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, total of $19. It's entitled, The Law of Faith. Now, when we talk about the law of faith in the Romans, the 10th chapter, the Apostle Paul deals with this. He says, For Christ is an end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believeth. But Moses describeth the righteousness, which is the law, that the man that doeth those things shall live by them. 
But the righteousness which is of faith speaketh on this wise. Now notice that phrase, the righteousness which is of faith. Not the righteousness which was of the works of the law. That was the only righteousness under the old covenant. And it really wasn't righteousness like the righteousness we have available to us today. But the righteousness which is of faith speaketh on this wise. The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. First, the word of God is in your mouth, then it's in your heart. Then he says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in thy heart God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. In other words, salvation means deliverance, preservation, healing, and soundness, total prosperity. And it says, with the heart man believeth unto righteousness. In other words, the word is nigh you, it's in your mouth and in your heart. In chapter 10 and verse 17, the Apostle Paul states, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. The more you hear the Word of God, the more you have faith in the Word of God, and you find that there is a law, that what you speak and proclaim, you begin to believe. And what you say, you can have if you believe and doubt not in your heart. Jesus tells us this in Mark 11:23. He says, Whosoever shall say to the mountain, Be removed, be cast into the sea, not doubt in his heart, but believe what he is saying will come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith, if he believe and doubt not in his heart. That's offer number 7246. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling. Total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Caps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.